<clears throat> and we did it. We made it to Providence, Rhode Island. Hi, everyone. Um, coming at you. I'm sorry. This is so late. So we haven't had internet all morning. We were supposed to have internet at like 8 a.m. The window for the install was 8 to 10. It is now noon. It is noon on Wednesday. So this is all so late. But yesterday, it was going to be impossible for anything to happen yesterday. It was just a bananas day. Movers came at 11 a.m. Actually, before that, I had to go pick up the trailer. Went to Boston or went back to my apartment in Newton and the movers got there at 11. We were packing up and taping boxes all night the night before, all morning. <clears throat> you know, it's all stuff that people do when they move. It's it's moving stuff. Um, it might sound a little echoey in here because there is basically nothing in this new place or it's not set up. There's nothing on the wall. So it might sound a little reflective. So I'm sorry about that. But... Um, yeah, anyway, back to the moving day. The movers did a great job. Um, that was awesome. Could not have done it. And I will not I will not, not get movers again um, because it, it was just, it was great. I helped a little bit, but you just kind of sit back and do it um, and let them do it. But other than that, we went to Providence. We had to leave some stuff behind. I had to leave like all of my drums, um, most of the stuff that was hanging up because the trailer was just like not big enough. So we got most most of the stuff in there. Um, but after we came, we got to the new place in Providence. They brought all the stuff up, and then I was like, "All right, I'll see you guys later." So I had to drive the trailer back up to Boston, load up the trailer with all the drum stuff, all of the clothes that were in the, uh, in the, uh, closets, put all that stuff in there and then come back down. Um, but I got held up cause the landlord of my old place said that, you know, I had to clean stuff. There was, we left some stuff in there, but it was like next to nothing. And when we moved into that place, the place was basically completely garb. Like it, it was, it was completely trashed. There was cat hair everywhere. We had to scrub. Everything was disgusting. They never. He never hired, um, like a cleaning crew or anything to come in between between tenants, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. When we moved into this new place, the place was absolutely spotless. All the walls were completely painted. It, it, it's beautiful in here. So that just goes to show you how apartments in Boston are run. It's just, it, it, everything is at the expense of, of the, uh, of the tenant. So it's pretty, it was pretty ridiculous, but anyway, so came back up here, my whole family. Oh, I have to pause for a second. I'm back with a special guest. Just say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long day. Before I took a break, I was talking about the um, the move and everything and how we're in and all that good stuff. So I think we're just going to move along to the episode because I need to get this out and I need to get this done. 
Need to get this done. We have so much to do because the cable guy is finally done after, let's see, what, what time? He got here at 8.30. Four hours later, we have, we have uh, The Office playing on Netflix. So, um, subscribe, rate, review the show, obviously. And also, uh, oh my God, Creed's. <laughs> We're watching the episode of The Office where it's Halloween and Creed dresses up like uh, like uh, the Joker, and it's incredible. Um, so remember to subscribe, rate, review, download, all that good stuff, and um, check out the Patreon page. Um, www.patreon.com slash after the gig see how you can support the show and if you want to email in to the show it's after the gig pod at gmail.com and that is it please enjoy part two of the episode um with chris babbitt chris babbitt enjoy I left my wallet on a table at a venue in in Chicago and we were and then this the bartender came over to me picked up my wallet handed it to me he goes we're in the south side keep your shit on you <laughs> I was like Jesus okay. Christ <laughs> sorry was, yeah I was like I'm just gonna hang out backstage what the fuck <laughs> yeah, south man. side Chicago baby well it's cool when people like you know they'll scare you into doing no, the right no. thing you know it's like he's stupid yeah he's, i'm sure he's seen some shit i'm sure he has you walk out I'm, i can't even remember the name of the venue but you walk out the door and you're and you're in the hood man oh yeah you're, you're i've been in many of those venues hell yeah dude. are you still are you still doing it you're still doing still music doing music right hell yeah. yeah i'm not i've been i've moved on to i still write I still record, mm-hmm. but I've moved on to like writing for others. Okay, I'm heavy into engineering and producing now. Okay, um, just redid my whole studio. Me and my buddy, who just was calling me just now, mm-hmm. um, Sip Split Second Entertainment. We um, just like redid the whole studio, built a computer from scratch. Really, like badass computer, fucking sick. We got the whole studio is lovely. It's just a nice. Awesome. We we built a vibe in there. Is this in Lynn? This is in Lynn. Mm-hmm. So we got a we got a whole vibe in there where like this is like where I want to be creating music. Yeah, which is great. It's a great place to be. Like you know, all these weird ass lights and candles. <laughs> it's like you know yeah. you go in there like I can create something in here and yeah. feel good about it. I remember when I set up my drum kit in my parents basement i put like all christmas lights and stuff dude, in it. dude it makes a it makes a big it difference makes a hell of a difference even this man. room like i want to i have the uh um the phillips hue lights the right. ones that change all the different colors yep. i want to put one of those up in yeah up here That's and, we, we got all those we got like the strip the led strip lights yeah where, you know alexa change the color to blue yeah or you'd be like when you come in the studio like uh alexa turn it to uh jesse's uh uh studio session and it like sets to your mood yeah which is fucking sick 
Yeah. It's so nice when you like coming in and you have what you want, your your lighting and yeah. like we press like we tell we give Alexa a command, like we have this big ass TV that comes down from the ceiling and it's, it's sexy dude. Oh dude. It's nice. Bring but your you girl know in we, there, say you, Alexa, turn on love making lights and it all turn turns on baby red. making big baby making lights. Um But you know, and this this is a full circle moment. This all started with a YouTube rabbit hole DIY. Really? Yeah. So you did it all yourself? We was just like, fucking like, we'll take cigarette breaks, like staring at the fucking YouTube. Like, how do we do this? Yeah. And let's do that. Oh, we can do that. Like, well, then you go in there, you're more proud of it. Yeah. You're like, oh, I did this. Way more yeah. proud of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. And it's just like, it kind of kept me into doing music because uh, I was out of it for a while. Yeah. I was just like, fuck this shit. I'm yeah. It's nothing happening. But well, then, you were performing all the time. Like, I was performing all the time. I was tour. I was helping like other uh, musicians tour and shit like that. I was mm-hmm. booking gigs and shit like that. So yeah, I was doing it all. But like, yeah. I just somehow just stopped. Yeah. I mean, I've always. I haven't stopped writing. Mm-hmm. I stopped recording for like a year or two. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, back into a place where i'm like this is fucking awesome yeah that's good excited again to give yourself a break like even if it's a year and then you kind of be like Mm -hmm. all right yeah i need to get back to it then you you jump back into it with like a with a fire it's fucking great dude dude when i was when i was with my old band and then the old band broke up right man i was you know working at devlin's right full time yep fucking five nights was that before after i met you was you in the old band? Probably at the same time. Same or, time. Or I don't know. I don't know. I think I I knew you when I was still in my old band. Okay. I'm now, pretty Stockholm? sure. Yeah, I love in Stockholm. Yeah. Because that that band broke up in 2014. Okay. So I, we definitely knew each other yeah, yeah. by then. But we, oh yeah, uh, I, mean, I went to a few shows for sure. Yeah. So we, uh, man, just working at the bar, just yeah. just pretty much was like, I need to get back. Somehow. That's what. That's how it's been for me. Because yeah. I'm still in the bar. I'm still in the restaurant industry, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm in it fully, but I'm still. Well, the nice uh, thing is that, like, with Devlin's and the whole Superior Dining mm-hmm. Group, they were always so Dick great, great about always. letting me go on tour mm-hmm. whenever I needed to, mm-hmm. coming back and like getting all the same shifts right. that I had right back, like you never left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it became. When I started going away for like months at a time, <laughs> then I came back. I like started a whole feeling, set of new people that is yeah. Like you have to learn everyone's name <laughs> yeah. again, and everyone's pissed. They're like, "Who the fuck is this dude? Fuck this asshole taking my shit." Yeah. So oh, I had yeah. to kind of be like, "All right, you guys can have it." Yeah, for now. it's done. Are you completely out of the bar business? Yeah, it's been two years. Nice. It's been two years. Just now. straight music. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's eventually what I want to get to. I wish I was busier, though, honestly. Yeah. Like, I've been doing um, solo acoustic gigs. Mm-hmm. I've been doing... Uh, I had, I had like, that cover band that I put together, but it's been, everyone's been busy. It's been yeah. hard to, like... People living their lives. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's hard. You always want to keep it fresh and change right. it up. And then it felt, started feeling like, all right, we're doing the same set yeah, yeah. every single time, and yeah. this is not... This is not what I'm doing this for. Right. Um, so I like doing the solo acoustic stuff because right. it, it, it kind of like works a different muscle right. for me. And it's fun, man. I, I and you can pretty much do your own thing. You don't have to do your own thing. I, I put in like 
I put in originals right. and I try them out and like when I play them in front of people, even if it's background music, right. I feel like mm, that this part isn't right, right here. Right. So I, I'll you make notes adjust, after right. the set and I'll like put down Are you stuff. recording these sessions? No. No, I should. So you can like listen back later on? No, I, I'll, I'll record my practice sessions. Right. And then, you know, it's a completely different ball game when you're right. in front of people. Um, you should. You should start like even know, having like a little... Um, I have a, little, a Zoom recorder. Yeah, a little Zoom recorder somewhere yeah. you can just boom. Yeah. And just rock out later like, oh, because, yeah. you know, live, when you're playing live and practicing is two different things. Wait, it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. you're doing, you're in, you're in a fucking groove in a live show. You got adrenaline rushing, you know, mm. people are cheering you on. And so you're like doing yeah. things you're normally not going to be doing in a practice. Right. So like, even if you can tweak that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got to start recording those actually. That's a good point. What kind of music are you doing these days? Um, well, the band Carbon Leaf that I'm in, it's like kind of alternative rock with a, a bit of like Irish Celtic influence mm. to it. A little bit of Americana influence now with the right. with the newer stuff that we're working on. Mm. And then uh with Kellogg, who I haven't really been playing with as much. Right. Um it's like singer songwriter Americana, straight up. Nice. And then yeah, I've been trying to do like I don't know. The stuff that I write is kind of like in that Americana singer songwriter mm-hmm. realm because I'm doing it by myself, and that's just kind of like what I hear. But if right. I had a full band, I, it would probably be more like heavier, right. uh, faster rock nice. kind of thing. But yeah. are you guys producing yourselves or yeah, we're producing ourselves. We we um, have artists come in. And stuff. We have artists. We got a few artists we're working with. Um, we're mostly at this point is like R and B. Yeah, pop, yeah. pop R and B. Um, Are you not, trying to shop stuff out to other other people? Like, what, um, what's, is there like that's the plan? Business model. That's the plan. Eventually, I mean, we all we've we've always been doing that, but mm-hmm. we we stopped. Um, like, because we just been primarily working with these artists. Yeah, these two artists, um, Dan Sky, who's um, who was on Making of the Band. Oh, really? Back in the day, yeah. Making of is that the. That's like the show the with um, the P. Diddy. Um, D-A-B-A-N-D. Yep. That one? He was on that shit. Okay. So he, this dude's an incredible singer, too. Like, this guy, he does like he does like pop and R&B, but he's like amazing country singer. Mm-hmm. Um, vocal range is insane. Yeah. Dabbles in some hip-hop. Like, he's not afraid to do anything. Dude, I went to, I went to Berkeley with a dude that played good that was on that show really and he he won like he be, was he the be guitar player the in the band really was the band that um was that all vocalists or was it a whole band uh i well they had different seasons okay because so i remember the first I, one was like o-town right and then it became like actual actual instrumentalists right okay and then it's like one was like a straight hip-hop band yeah and then it was like r&b boys to men type style the dude that got actually got on the show as the guitarist um or won it as the guitarist he like played guitar for mary j Blige. he's like big time big time that's wild i haven't actually haven't heard from him in a long time i don't know if he's still going or what the deal is i'm I'm sure sure he is is. yeah there's no dude was was so fucking good man he was so good but that's the thing that happens with a lot of a lot of guys they get to these these pinnacles mm-hmm. and they do this stuff and then 
they don't want to settle for anything else. So right. if, if there's no gigs going around, then, you know, some of them stop and they figure out something else to do. But cool, you got to keep, you got to keep some sort of money coming in. Yeah. That's what it is. That's you know, big, life that's can't stop thing. because the music stops or there's no gigs coming in, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what it is. You know, we're all, we're living real life. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're all huge yeah. musicians where we're like, some of us aren't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're like, we got to survive at the same time, have our passion for music yeah, and never quit that shit. Some people don't want to talk about that aspect of it. Why not? Why do you think that's the case? Embarrassing? Um, it's embarrassing? I think maybe they think it's embarrassing, but... I think it's just the same reason that we all post only the best stuff, the best looking right. stuff on Instagram right. or, or, you know, it's just, there's these social, you know, we've gone into things. a place where like no one can see us on a, like not a spiral, but like in our downside, like yeah. it's not every, everything in my life is peaches and creams right now. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm yeah. just, it's ridiculous. Do, right. do you know uh, Dan Bilzerian? On he's like the dude, like Jack yeah, yeah, dude yeah, yeah. with the beard, he's super rich, all the guns and shit, always like that, had all, all the hot chicks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, I I was following him for a while mm-hmm. on on uh, Instagram because it's like you know yeah you want to see you yeah. want to see like what it's it's interesting, doing. but now it just looks like man all these girls are around you. Like, are you paying these girls to be there? Right. Like now, now it's starting to feel a little weird. It's a little strangely staged at this point. It's all staged. You know, he's just trying to get some business together. All these guys, he's a YouTube star. Like he's a YouTube sensation. That's how he gets paid now. So he like, he has to be constantly thinking of content to post. Yeah. Cause the second you don't, there's gonna be a new damn blizzarding. You know yeah, what I mean? Then you're then you're irrelevant. And then you're nothing and you're irrelevant. And yeah. that's the society we have nowadays. It's like you can't you can't do anything just for the fuck of it these days. You have to have there has to be something behind it. Like your con there has to be content. Right. Your followers. Yeah. You know. And then they lead you to these paywalls. Exactly. You know, they lead you into the like I'm I'm starting a Patreon page, but there's no like you know, you're gonna get extra stuff. If you pay, but it's not going to be like, I need a thousand dollars and you get to get, you know, hear the unreleased audio. It's like, you know, you pay a a buck or five a month. Which is, it's it's good. Yeah. And it helps with the overhead. Exactly. But. Which is like something that you want to be, you want to get paid for doing your content, of course. But like. How much time are you putting into the studio? Like, how often are you there working? I try to get there as much as it's down literally down the street from my house so i'm there maybe four or five nights a week oh, okay. so i'm there all the time do you treat it as if it's like a job yeah yeah and you know i treat it yeah like it's i mean it's my baby yeah you know my it's my friends he owns the studio but i i feel like it's more part of my life these days more than anything else dude that's the best way to do it man nobody wants to own the boat you want to have the friend with the boat right and just enjoy the ride (laughs) you know what i'm saying maybe help clean up once in a while yeah you know (laughs) that's where i'm at and i love it but i still you know at this point it's it's like a it's like a partnership yeah you know it's it's nice it's awesome but i i mean eventually that's what i want to do i just want to be i just want to wake up and 
go create and yeah try to make some money off it yeah are you making anything now or or is it just passion right now and all passion to, right now trying to turn into something putting else. more money into it yeah than i am receiving yeah dude that's how it goes man not receiving but time i get something i want to buy i want to buy some new piece of gear yeah or i don't know it's tough i mean the kino helps because <laughs> if i hit big i'm like oh let's go get this I, man, fucking pay that rent let's go oh, fuck the rent let's go, a, <laughs> let's go get a complete keyboard yeah <laughs> fuck that yeah but um yeah no i like it but that's why i have a job too yeah to pay the rent yeah dude man i i hope i wish people would talk more about that like it's just i mean when i was bartending and playing gigs like right. it was great like you know i was making a ton of money right and meeting so many people at the bar right. then getting to go out and play gigs right. and then meet more people it was it was great that's the great thing about being a musician and working in like an industry like the like the bar business because yeah. you can you meet so many freaking people that you would that you become friends with and like you you get them yeah. to come to your shows and you don't like and you know this industry is about who you know and your yeah. connections and, and you meet people from all walks of life all over the place it's dude. crazy all over the place yeah and I've, you know, me fortunately working in like the seaport area, like I get people that just, yeah, all over the place, dude, over everywhere, there, dude. Well, you had so, Gronk coming all the yeah, time. Gronk, yeah, Brady out there one time. Really? Rondo, um, Teddy Bruschi, like all these people. Get well soon, Teddy. Get well soon, Teddy. Um, man, that's that's crazy. That's. I and mean, these are connections are right that you these are connections you build with people though. Like mm -hmm. I have a line mm -hmm. to Gronkowski mm -hmm. if I needed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like boom. What's Did he up? sell that place? It's next door Gone. to Gone, yeah, he's out of there. Yeah. He retired. Yeah. It was him and his brother living there. Okay. But he's yeah, see you later. He's off. Retired. They're living their best life right now. Swimsuit. God. Oh my god. Yeah. To be Gronk. It'd be good to be Gronk. Man, I, now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, I wish I played. I wish I stuck with football. You think he's going to come <laughs> back later in the season? Hell no. I don't know, man. I think I think if they if they're making a push, I don't know. I think I think he's lost so much weight. He has lost a lot of weight. He's not football. He's probably football shape. Yeah. He, he works out every day. His family comes. He's from, comes yeah. from a you know fitness family. Yeah, his father owned gyms. We can't bounce people around like he used no. to. No, if he like comes he back, I don't think he'll be like a tight end. He'll be like more of a, a receiver, a slot receiver type yeah. guy. Block blocking, you know, because he even though he's like jacked and built, he's he, you know he's lost some mass. Yeah, he looks bit. good though. He looks great. Um, he looks great. Wish I looked like that. Damn man, I've Me been too. doing this ketogenic diet. You're doing keto? Yeah. Jen and I have been thinking about doing keto, but we keep hearing like bad stuff about it's it. It's great, bro. Really? This time last year, July. I started July 5th last year. Were you juicing last uh, a while ago? I did, I, I did a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. I was I'm one of those guys that try anything. Yeah. I'll try I'm, anything once. I gotta do it, man. So this time last year I was like 294. 294 pounds. Really? Yeah. How tall bro. are you? Six six feet. I mean, I carried it well. It yeah. It looked like I was a fat fuck, but I was a fat fuck. <laughs> no, you weren't. I'm telling you. I look at pictures and now I'm like, God damn. Why did nobody sit me down like, bro, you're fat? I'm, oh, well, you're looking good, man. I feel a little bit. I feel healthier. Yeah. So I've lost over 50 pounds. Wow. Holy shit. In a year. 
Wow. I, and and to be honest, like the when the first um, couple months, like the first three or four months, I lost like forty pounds. It was like di- it right, fell so, off that fast. So explain the diet. It, it fell off so fast. No great. sugar. It's and it's, it's it's not a complicated thing. Okay. You don't have to overly complicate it. All right. It's no sugar. Yeah. No carbs. Okay. No processed food. If you can avoid those things, and this is like that's like the basic shit. Yeah. This is, I'm giving you real basic shit. And you have to stay under like 23 grams of carbs a day. Okay. You can't over, you can't eat over 23 grams of carbs a day. Yeah. So it's not like you're completely deprived of carbs. Is it sustainable? Do you feel fine? And you're like, this I feel is great. great. I can just do this. I feel great. I can consistently do this. Yeah. I've been doing it for over a year. I mean, I fell off in the past month because I'm like, I'm living my best life right now. It's the yeah, summertime. Okay. It's fucking barbecues and, <laughs> and beer. Summertime. But, um, it's sustainable, bro. I, I do intermittent fasting with it. Okay. Where And that helps you out. You got to understand, like, when you're eating, when you're eating and shit, people are eating, like, carbs, and it's like, carbs are, you know, breaking down into your body, mm-hmm. saying that you're hungry constantly. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly like, I need a fucking sandwich. I ate it an hour ago, and that didn't do anything for me. Like, no, yeah. it actually did, but it's the carbs and sugar is telling you that you're still fucking hungry. Yeah. So that's basically, it's it's changing how you fucking eat. Then yeah. once you do that, it, it fucking f- slides right off, bro. Oh, dude. Slides I'm trying, right off. I'm about, I'm about two days off of sugar yeah. right now. I'm starting to want candy. See, so. that's, I think that helped me out because I was never a sweet guy. Oh, man. That's never my biggest liked sweets. problem, man. I love chocolate. Right. I love, I don't, dude, anything, anything sweet. I used to love sugary drinks like drink apple like an apple yeah. juice or like orange juice Loved and apple stuff juice. like that and that's the thing with keto there's so much shit in that you don't even know has a shit ton of carbs and a shit mm-hmm. ton of sugar in there like a lot of like fruits like yeah. an apple you can't have an apple because it's too sugary that's the thing though like isn't natural sugar like that fine no once in a while yeah. you can have it yeah. but like natural they, there's a, like a whole list of like fruits you should stay like bananas they want you to stay away from bananas because it's too much carbs. It's not like you can't. You can have a banana. Yeah, but like you have a banana. That's I all your carb like, intake for the day. It's yeah. twenty like twenty five grams of carbs in one fucking banana. Oh, okay. Yeah. I almost. I almost feel like like taking away all the carbs and all the sugar would mm-hmm. make would make like having one apple or one banana like jet fuel for your body. You know. Because you're you're not having that sugar, you're not having those carbs, so it's it's breaking down that fat mm. and like it's taking that sugar and like you know breaking it down, breaking it down. And what um, how is the uh, uh, the intermittent fasting like? How how long are you fasting for? Are you doing like the sixteen eight thing? Sixteen eight. You're doing sixteen eight. So I would I would like my first meal of the day would be like around one or two o'clock, okay. and then my last will be like nine or ten. So you haven't eaten today yet? Not yet, no. What yeah. time is it? I need to eat, no. Uh-huh. I'll eat like, but I don't even get hungry. Like, I'll, one o'clock will roll around. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm not even starving. Yeah. Like, but before, like, I'll wake up. I'm like, fuck, I need to eat some food because I had a fucking steak and cheese sub at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. You know what I'm saying? What were some of your bad habits? Like, my bad habit is like, I'll come home after a gig and I'll have like two bowls of cereal. Yeah. And then, you know, 
It's the same. I'll come. I'll I'll come home from the studio. I got three, four o'clock in the morning, or I'll come from work Mm because I bartend at three or four o'clock in the morning too. Yeah, and I'm fucking ripping up a bag of ramen noodles. Yeah, and or some cereal or just some shitty shit. Process sugar load, carb load. So those are my bad habits: eating late Mm -hmm. and carbs and sugar. That's the whole. But once you break that, I'm telling you, there's not. Me and my girl did it. Fucking. I got called someone, swimsuit. Someone, Ray. someone told me the other day at the bar. I was like, "Man, you should be a model." I'm like, damn, my head was like, "Wow!" Yeah, blew up. Yeah, blew up. It's like, hold on, I gotta call my girl. Hold on, I gotta call my girl. Baby, she called me sexy. Yeah, this how is. Old, how old is she? She's about seventy, but it don't 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 those, <laughs> yeah. Don't break me down. Don't break me down. <laughs> blow my blow my vibe right now, dude. I'll tell you though, when I was working at the bar, I was always on my feet, always running around. Yeah. So I it was kind of like naturally staying right pretty trim and i did i did the uh um like plant-based mm. diet i did a vegan thing for a quick yeah the vegan's worst hard man worst thing ever did it's, in my life uh, it's, it's, it's so hard it's really hard and i come from you know my family's cape verdean we eat you, you gotta know. really work at it you gotta work at it because you, you have to prep everything you always have to have fresh vegetables and stuff in the house right. which you know you can't even be like you can't eat anything produced by animal no. like you mean honey because bees fucking yeah well they might be government bees but <laughs> government bees sent to kill us <laughs> sent to kill. but it's like that's a crazy diet yeah that's a crazy thing and i will never in my life yeah go back to being a vegan yeah because i mean i love i like eggs right i like chicken i don't have love any it moral right issues with it you know i mean i love animals i I do too but you know but if i gotta eat you it's a sir it's going down it's going down yeah and that's the great thing about keto because it's high fat low carb Mm -hmm. so you're actually using the fat to fucking Mm -hmm. you're using fat to burn fat like a lot of avocado and like love avocado oil coconut oil coconut oil avocado oil Mm -hmm. um what else I use? A lot of butter. A lot of butter? A lot of butter. Oh, man, a lot a, of cheese. That's my kind of diet. Are you a cheese person? Yeah, not as much as other people. I feel like when someone likes cheese, they really, yeah. really like cheese. I'm like, one of those dudes. I'll put cheese on something, but it's not something I'll, I'll like think about. I love cheese. I put yeah. extra cheese on everything. Okay. If I get a pizza, extra cheese. Okay. If I get a sandwich, extra cheese. Yeah. See, pizza. Salad, extra I like cheese. The sauce. I like cheese, but I don't like an overly cheesy I'm a, I'm pizza. I'm not a saucy guy. Yeah. Less sauce, more cheese. Okay. Yeah. For me, personally. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks, but. Well, I guess. Um, I would. You should try it. <laughs> I'll try it. It's I will. not. And it's like. And, and everyone. As long as it's sustainable, like on the road, like vegan veganism is not sustainable it's not you can't do it's it it's not sustainable but it's like you don't Someone have to overly yelling. complicate it though you someone's yelling now and they're like yes it is yes, yes it is, is. You just have to killing the fucking animals yeah oh i get it all day i have a vegan friend who's just like you guys are just despicable with your fucking cow meat and yeah shut up i have more of a problem like if i see how like how they're treated yeah like if i go if you're driving up route five in california Mm -hmm. right off the highway there is there's like a farm that is looks absolutely disgusting and there's thousands of cows and it does not look like healthy at all that's the ugly side of 
Dude, it's brutal. Yeah. I'd rather, like, I want to eat a cow that had a nice life, that's like eating some grass in a field, and then one day just done. See you later. See you later. Humane. Right. I would love that, too. Yeah, that'd be great. But I don't think that I, that's how I actually happens. No, I mean, either. Like, that's how it looks in my head. <laughs> <how it> <laughs> just nice cow. Yeah, just a nice cow. Have could you or ever? I want I want to eat like the asshole cow, the one that was like bullying all the other to everybody, cows. just fucking yeah. pissing on the grass where they eating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and yeah. then pop done. And then Revenge, I'm, bitch. I'm eating that cow. It's a little A one steak sauce on yeah. that bitch. So now I'm gonna tell myself that. Every cow I've, I've been eating is a piece of shit. Is <laughs> a real asshole. You gotta just to feel better about yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking suck. Fuck you, cow. <laughs> all the chickens are assholes anyway. So, would you ever kill something and then eat something? I have. Have you? Yeah. yeah. I've never done that. You know what's my favorite show? Naked and Afraid. Really? And I've always wanted to do that. Like go out there and like kill some shit. Mm-hmm. Hunt some shit down, make a fire, and live off the land for like a month. Just try it. A month? Just try it. Start with a week. Maybe a week, yes. Start with a week. But I've Work like, your way up to it. That a show month. is so fascinating because you're like, you have nothing. They yeah. drop you in the middle of nowhere. Boop. Dude, I love I love to watch like Bear Grylls. All those shows, those survival shows. Love survival those shows. Those are fucking awesome. Because I feel like I could do that shit. Everyone feels like that. But it's I know like when I'm I get out of such a, a pussy. It's just like <laughs> I get out of like watching a, a James Bond movie, right? Or like you know when you watch. Uh, Do you ever see the any of the Bourne films? Oh, in, yeah. in the movie theater, yeah. You watch that and you think like you're looking around like I could fucking do that. Like fucking take that guy right now. Take that dude out. If anything went down in here, I'm I'm your guy. Shit, a guy goes down in the movie theater. Yeah. They don't want it to me today. Yeah, they're gonna just be, watch Jason Bourne. They're gonna be writing articles about me. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how you feel. And then yeah, and then you walk goes out, down. Walk to the car and you drive around and you're like, Nah, I'm just a regular yeah. guy. It's a regular guy. I'll stick to my keto. Simple diet. guy. I'm simple guy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but no, I, I, I want to do that. All right. I don't know how I would. I think I'm just gonna go on like. Uh, you gotta buy new camping stuff because all your shit got stolen. I did the next day. Did you? Well, because you still went camping. Because I still had to go camping in fucking Vermont. Dude, that's the thing about the Tacoma. They sell these bed uh, tents. That you can attach to the that car. That you can attach I to the thing. I see those. Dude, they're so fucking cool. They are awesome, dude. <laughs> and I watch all kinds of YouTube videos yeah. on them. Um, man, I want to get one of those, and I want to just go off-roading. I want to change the tires yeah. up. I want to lift too. it. I want to do the same shit. There's a guy that lives near me who's, uh, he lives near the studio. He's like a, a Jeep, like a two-door Jeep, fucking decked out, fucking yeah. big-ass monster tires oh, on yeah. there. He's like, yo, you need to come off-road. And I'm like, I can't compete with you, dude. You yeah. got fucking, no, you could. With you have these massive, but he's like got these massive tires yeah. and shocks and it's just like, your shit looks cool. And he has a Wrangler? Mine's basic as fuck. Yeah, he has a Wrangler. Okay. So he like modded it out. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, you know when you pull up, it's like, um... What's the comedy? Who's the fucking dude? Um, whatever his name is. He does a skit where he was like, you ever pull up to a Phantom and like a Chrysler 300? It's like, you're in a, he's like, no, you're in a Chrysler 300 and you pull up to a Phantom and realize your shit's not a Chrysler 300. Like, not yeah. a Phantom. It's yeah. a Chrysler 300 because they look very similar. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel when I pull up to like Jeeps 
that are fucking yeah. sick. All modded out. Modded out. Monster tires. Fucking lights yeah. on the top. I'm just like. Dude, that's how I feel with my truck. Damn. When I bought it, I was like, oh, this is so badass. And then you go to someone else that has a like a souped up Tacoma. <laughs> and you're like, man, I'm such this a fucking, fucking jerk. Sucks, man. <laughs> like, this sucks. It's so much cooler than mine. So much cooler. Dude. <laughs> got the doors off. Yeah. Like, I was just like, this is. even like you can you can swap out like the grills. Yeah. And, and put cooler grills in. You can change the bumper to put all like put a winch in the yeah. bumper. Like that's that's another one of those fantasies where you're like, oh man, I'm gonna be the guy that has all this. That's gonna be able to tow people <laughs> right. out of the snow, which and I could do. I could do that with. with but my how truck. often are you gonna use that? Never. Shit? That's what I'm saying. Never. Maybe in Boston, if someone's stuck, be like, you, you, you get might out have there? a better chance of Boston of fucking yeah. wenching somebody. Yeah. Wench. So that, wench. That's a weird ass word. Yeah. Wench. I think it's winch. Winch. And a wench is like wench an around. old school like. To Lady. wrench around and give me some of that water. <laughs> that's what your grandma. That's my grandmother. Yeah. Wrench around there. Wrench around there. Wrench, wrench around there and give me some water. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I've been watching like like YouTube videos. Yeah. I've been getting into uh, like Jen and I are thinking about buying a house. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching all the YouTube videos. Like there's this one in particular. I can't can't remember his name. He does all these like we did we did no sugar for a month and here's what happened right. we we uh what else what else did he do like we exercised every day right. and you know it, it, he does we all these videos water he's funny yeah day. exactly stuff yeah. like that yeah. it's him and his wife and uh they they did one on buying houses really and they did all this research and like i'm thinking maybe it's not such a good idea <laughs> buying house but yeah they're doing a lot of like renting versus buying and, but and the where, where were they living they were living um i don't think it because said where they live i think that has a, a major part to do with it location oh, for sure yeah boston's ridiculous it's crazy yeah we can't buy a house renting here. buying yeah see you later yeah if we're i mean if we're gonna stay here it's, it's renting right um but even renting is out of control yeah it's 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 silly now. It's silly, mm-hmm. like astronomically. Ridiculous. I just don't know who's living in all of these these luxury apartments that they're building downtown. I don't know, and in the Fenway area, like, and it's who lives in these places. It's not even downtown. It's I live in North Shore. Yeah, like they just built this new place and like. So you ever been? Have you? Was the last time you've been on Revere Beach? Oh, it's been a while. They have all these fucking crazy ass condos now, right on the strip. Really ridiculously nice condos. Mm. And they're like the size of this room. Okay. For one apartment. Yeah. That's like thirty five hundred dollars. In Revere. In Revere. Which is right there at the beach. It's got tea station. Yeah, it's right near the nice, beach, but, but like fuck some you. beaches some beaches weren't aren't all made like other beaches, no. man. Like, Revere is probably the shittiest beach in Massachusetts. Dude, I I've, I've seen some shit at Revere Beach. Me too. Like, just fucking dirty people. Dirty. I mean I've when I was young, I used to go to Revere Beach. I seen people fucking on Revere Beach. Oh my god! I believe shooting it. Shooting up. Yeah. Like just doing some despicable shit. <laughs> like just like yeah, because last well last time that we went, I, actually I remember Jen and I went to. They were building like massive sandcastles. It was yeah. like a sandcastle competition. Yeah, they do that every year. Over okay. There. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Best I feel like Revere Beach thing. I think maybe it was two years ago, and then we're, we parked. You know, Revere Beach is is long. It's, yeah, it's big. So like, we walked down, and we saw like 
all kinds of crazy people. And then I think there was this old lady just kind of like sitting in a beach chair all by herself in a, in a revealing, (laughs) revealing bathing suit. But there's almost like marshes on one side. So she's like sitting in a nasty, it was really strange. So just just, all by herself, all by herself. And we kept walking and then it got kind of nice. You know, when you get down by where they do the competition, everything Mm -hmm. there's like all food trucks and stuff set up, which was pretty cool. Once when they have like events like that, it's nice. Yeah. They're like shooting a movie out there right now. Like oh, really? Ryan Reynolds is out there. Really? So it's a pain in the dick to like driving from Lynn to Boston. Oh man. Because they like have the fucking shit blocked off. Yeah. Every day. That sucks. Sucks. They but were filming a movie right around the corner here. I don't know I don't know. I think Chris Evans really was in it. But um they were doing a scene with just extras crossing the street. Oh yeah. And it was a pain yeah. in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. That mm-hmm. happened in Lynn when they were shooting um Black Mask. No, it's not. Black Mass. Never saw it. With uh, the Whitey Bulger. With um, the Whitey Bulger movie. Oh. Is it Black Mass? I think it's called Black Mass. Okay. With, with um, uh, 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 what the fuck is his name? Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Johnny Depp. And it was literally for all day, back and forth. People walking, cars driving, reversing back, driving up. I'm yeah. like, how many fucking shoots do you need to take? Yeah. Well, half the time, like, they do rehearsals, which take forever. Yeah. And then they actually shoot the thing, yeah. which takes forever. And then there's tents all around, all the food and all That's the shit they need. It's a production, yeah. Cause it's on, crazy, it's a, man. It's a big... They have... When I drive down the beach, they have, like, literally three, four blocks taken up. Yeah. Of trucks, tents, vendors, and then... Three blocks down there from the other three blocks they took it up is where they're shooting the fucking film. Yeah, <laughs> like, talk about see. talk about a um, like a business that wastes money on shit. The like, movie business, dude. Yeah, I can so see much that. money in it. When I when I did um, uh, did an episode of Smash on NBC. Yeah, I was um, I was in the band that was playing in the club playing drums in the band right and then Catherine mcphee came up with or actually uma thurman takes Catherine mcphee to this club and this right. is what the scene's all about and then eventually uma thurman knows us in the band and she comes up and goes hey can my can my friends sit in right you know we and we do a snow patrol song and dude the amount of money time wasted and just the bullshit like in the decisions like when the director doesn't know like <laughs> what it, his creative mind is not working at yeah this point. and there's a disconnect between like how this is actually supposed to happen and then what they want to happen right. and then they paid like the money was really good but and then if you go in and do voiceovers and stuff which i didn't right. but um how many shots how many shoots did you have to do we we were there I think we were there from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Really? Just for the one scene. God damn. And they were shooting even earlier than that. So they had another scene with one of the other characters in a restaurant, which was across the street. And we filmed it in uh, Dumbo in Mm -hmm. in New York. If you don't know what Dumbo stands for, it's down under Manhattan Bridge. Wait. Yeah, down under Manhattan Manhattan Bridge. Bridge. Overpass. Yeah, that's the O. Is it Overpass? I don't know. They got so many... Oh yeah, I acronyms for yeah, but beautiful area. Of yeah, town. no doubt it Super is. Super fancy. Love New York. Yeah, and uh, man, it just took all day, and there was yeah. all these things, and there's and with 
with shows like that and with broadway shows there's so much like a high the hierarchy yeah so you don't want to say anything right. you get like nervous to like ask someone questions and what's going on my ass is yeah <laughs> did you have a trailer yeah wow yeah yeah fucking big time over there it's pretty cool would you ever do it again oh yeah definitely in a heartbeat yeah absolutely yeah i could do i could definitely do that and i want to start i want to start doing like pro- music production for like tv shows and movies yeah man like that'll be something great to do that's the move that's that's like that's something i definitely want to do that's something i want to get carbon leaf into getting some placements and, yeah, and stuff love on to get some placements dude it's great i mean because that's money. like that's great money easy exposure money. exposure commercials like anything yeah you know just anyone play. who's ever been in an apple commercial is huge after yeah, that commercial no doubt they, instantly instantly famous yeah it's crazy because i'm think, like every time i see an apple commercial i'm like oh, what the fucking son? i never even heard of these people yeah this is great alabama shakes right i discovered them through an, an apple same commercial. here same here. That's how I discovered Alabama Shakes. They're incredible. Well. And then after yeah. that commercial happened, they blew up. They're right. in every fucking I loved them. festival. That's, that's my. That's like my top five Pandora stations. Really, Alabama Shakes. That's what, like what, that's what's like in my your top go five? to Pandora stations. Yeah, other than Alabama Shakes, um, J Cole. Okay, yeah, number yeah. one. Alabama Shakes is top five. It may be like four. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Um. Oh fuck, Nas. Yeah. Um. I haven't listened to Nas in forever. Love Nas. That's my go-to because I like, I you know I like the vibe. I like they, they don't play just Nas, but they have yeah. like that whole vibe. Who was else? My guy from Austin, Texas. What the fuck is his name? The guitarist. Guitarist from Austin. Yeah. Sick guitarist. Gotta narrow it down. I know, but he's like, he's pretty famous. He's um. I can't believe I can't even remember his fucking name right now. Yeah. Um, is it just does he just play guitar? Does he sing and stuff? He sings. Oh, I don't know. Willie he sings. Nelson? No, not Willie. <laughs> Gary Clark Jr. Oh yeah, that's probably my third favorite station, dude. Love he, Gary Clark. He's Jr. great. He kind of came out of. I'm sure he. You know. He didn't really come out of nowhere, but for me, he came out of nowhere. I just saw him on maybe the Grammys one time. Really? And and I was like, who the fuck is this? I first and heard I bought about his live him. Album. I first heard about him when I was in Austin mm-hmm. at South by Southwest because it's fucking nuts down there. Have you ever I been? Still to, never been. Never been to South? Nope. I recommend every artist, musician, singer, songwriter, mm-hmm. fucking tap dancer, if you are into music at yeah. any level yeah go down to austin texas yeah because it's an experience all the time i feel like we're always it's in what september oh south by southwest no it's um maybe november okay it's later yeah i feel like we're always touring or something around i think it's november when it's happening and we never we never play it like i wish i wish we would play it i played it one time yeah. It was fucking great. Awesome. And it's like you the the great thing about South by Southwest, and it's it's just all different types of genres from mm. jazz to hip hop, rock, pop, whatever. Yeah. Everything. You can skip back and forth to the whole strip on Sixth Street is just 
music venues. That, it happens on Sixth Street. It happens on Sixth Street, and okay. they just have and then like the little side streets, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. you know, blocks away from whatever. So, but like that it's whole Sixth Street, something else on a weekend, something man. else, bro. Jesus, God, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> and imagine how it is during South by Southwest. Yeah, it's just complete nuts, and it's like. There's celebrities walking by, yeah. musicians, like, yeah. and they're just like walking, walking enjoying around. the vibe, which yeah. is, I've never seen an experience like that. Like just regular, no. like these famous ass people just walking, walking out. No. Cause I mean, well, South, South by is like, you know, crazy prestigious yeah. thing to do. Like, and so is Austin. Be. Austin is one of those places oh, where, it's incredible. you know, music just like, um, fucking, Nashville. Yeah. Never been be in Nashville, but like You never been to Nashville? Never been to Nashville. But I can imagine like Nashville is the one. same kind of vibe as Austin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Musically. It's just a little more of like obviously it's a little bit more of a country right thing, but it's still you can still get into it. Like I, I've never been um I've never been super into country, but right. or, or like rockabilly mm-hmm. or whatever, bluegrass. But man, I went to Roberts on, on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Nashville and dude, those just the talent, right? Just the talent, just walking up and down the street. You hear the music, it's the same like right. Sixth Street. You're walking down, you hear all the bands and stuff. But man, you could you could see anybody really in there in Nashville at, at one that. time. It's I so fucking cool. I love that. It's That's great. I never had an experience like that before in my life yeah. until I went to Austin. And like, yeah. I've been a lot of places. I've been a lot of music venues. I've seen a lot of shows in my life. I go to yeah. shows just to go to fucking show for a good time, you know. Yeah. But just as is, a city, I feel like I like Austin better. Yeah, than Nashville. Than Nashville, really. Just as a city, you know, and, and right. like I love Nashville, but I mean the city of like you can like it's crazy. It's like a New York vibe. It's like a big city vibe, and like yeah. because you have like food trucks everywhere. Yeah. It's like fucking really progressive. It's like yeah, it's nice. It's, it's cool, it's, man. Yeah, it's, it's a cool spot. I'll be there in, I'll be both places. I'll be in Nashville in September. I think Austin nice. the end, towards the end of September. So I, I always look forward yeah. to going, going there and out west. Because I've, I've been getting into country a lot lately. Really? My girl loves country. What, like what kind of country? Like the newer stuff. Okay. Not like the bluegrassy. I can't take that shit. Yeah. I like like the more poppy like Jason Aldean, Jason Aldean, Dan and Dan and Shay's my shit. Okay. Um, like I like the like yeah like Florida Georgia line. Okay. Like I love that type of stuff. I like Florida Georgia line. I do. I love that kind of country, mm-hmm. and I like Darius Rucker is my shit. Yeah. Um. So I love and I but I never really understood country until my girl was like, listen to this fucking shit. Yeah. Dude, it's fun, man. It's like it is even the shows. The tailgating, right? It's just like a, it's a fun experience. It's a party. They're always, they're always about a party, man. I've always wanted to go to Country Fest at me too. At Gillette. Gillette. I've never been. Dude. I would love to go. I heard it's a shit show over there though. Yeah, but it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. Dude, doing anything at Gillette. Right. Like, I can't go. I can't go to. A, you know, you're in the parking lot for four hours after Everything. after a game. What do you think or about that? Um, it's crazy. They're they supposed to have a concert there that was supposed to be like last week. It was like the okay. ultimate block party, they called it. Okay. And they canceled it because the promoters said they couldn't promise everything that was supposed to happen at this concert. So like a little fire festival situation? Um, and that's everyone's saying that's like, oh, this could have been a fire fest. 
because they had like all these big artists like Billie Eilish and fucking. Oh, they had a, it was they had a they had a lineup, and they they was like supposed to be like the world's largest go kart racing and bouncy house. Like they was going crazy like okay at gillette pump the brakes so like a week before the fucking <laughs> yeah before the show they was like uh, it's canceled dude that could totally be a thing though like say if you had say if you had a bunch of smaller artists you want to do a festival at gillette right. instead of having like country fest in the stadium where it's you know giant artists i feel it's the same guy every what's his um who that does the country like, fest yeah he's like the main the main act uh, again someone's screaming into the stereo um yeah i don't know oh, man, I can't <laughs> i'm remember. in the country not it might be that jason much. Al- i don't know it could be jason aldean Somebody. it could be uh, uh who's the guys that uh sing the uh zach brown no it's not zach brown it's like one guy um any e- right. either way right. they have the whole patriot place you could have this festival where people walk around pa- patriot place you have little stages set up right. outside that are like people performing. And people shit? are performing. Wow. You have street performers, and then you have, you know, maybe you don't have just the one big stage in Gillette. Right. You have one on one side, one on the other side, and they and people like they can know, bounce. When one's when one's playing right. on this side, then they're setting up for the other act on the other stage right. on the other side, and you you would miss out. You would lose a lot of seating on right. the uh, upper seats. But Do they you, have people sitting up on other seats, or is this all like so. a failed? I think so. Okay, this is just an idea. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like you've been to like the Boston Calling. Yeah, it's so yeah. they have this similar setup, similar situation at so it's at Harvard to, now. They do yeah, it at that's Harvard. the thing. I've never I, I've walked around right. in the North End when it used to be downtown. Right. Um, I've actually never had a ticket to right. go to go, but I've walked around. I so. went last year, seen Eminem. Oh, dude. Dude. Holy shit. He's out of control. That's like one of those. There's only a few artists like I need. I will drop everything to go see. And yeah. he's one of those. And What's that, that was a new song he has out with. Um, I don't know his name, but there's a video and Chris D'Elia like plays him. And then the guy really? that plays Squints from Sandlot plays the other guy. Oh, uh, Logic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't know the name. I forgot the name of the song. But I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. Dope song. Dude, I had that on repeat. I didn't I know they had a video. Yeah, dude, the video is crazy. Great. Because do you know who Chris is? Yeah. He uh he made a video of of like making fun of of Eminem. Right, he was, he was like, like trying to perform it like yeah, bandies. like shut up do like freestyles. Yeah, Eminem, exactly. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. And then at the end of the video, Eminem stops the song. He's wearing a wig and a fake beard and he's in a car and he's actually doing he has Chris D'Elia's audio playing really? in the car and he's mimicking it. Holy shit. And he gets it. He nails it. Really? It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's, I've seen a few of his little his videos like that. Dude, video is so good. I hope videos come back, man. There's, they need to. There's some there's some real good ones out right there, now. There's not real good there's ones. not like a dedicated like you can go on YouTube and I've yeah. been down to YouTube music video rabbit hole as well, just yeah. looking up random ass videos, but like like TV, there's like no real. Yeah, or I don't know. Well, there's. Well, I guess YouTube is it the, used, it the used outlet. To be, it used to be Palladia. Now it's MTV Live. Yeah, and then they, t- I don't know. They're probably ruining that channel now too. I wouldn't doubt it. But dude, like, 
YouTube has a music section, right? And it, you can seek out whatever you want. Well, that's where that's where that's I great. primarily watch music videos. Yeah, and I, I go on like Tidal because Tidal has like a little music video section. Okay, on their little platform. But I mainly go on YouTube to watch music videos. Yeah, that's how I watch music videos. Yeah, that's how you gotta do it. And with like smart TVs and stuff now, it yeah. makes it so easy, dude. YouTube on my TV, I never had a smart TV before. Right. I just go on YouTube and I. Down the rabbit hole all day, all day, you, all and you day got long, the great no. like you got all if you have day. a great stereo system, right. you like you can get sucked in. You just bump it because that's the same like me and my girl the same way. We just rabbit hole YouTube. Yeah, I would come home from work and like she would be knocked out on the couch. Yeah, TV on or the TV be off, and I'll turn the TV on and mm-hmm. it's YouTube. <laughs> yeah, different videos. I'm like, oh, you dude, sucked. we got rid of cable. Sucked in. We got rid of cable. You don't have cable. We have Netflix. Yep. We have we got, I almost said we have the YouTube <laughs> the YouTube's we have YouTube we have HBO now we have all the all yeah. the streaming services that's so what we have like, too it's great we have I don't even, I just have Hulu Netflix YouTube yeah. the YouTube um, and I have Direct TV now oh, which is a is. pay um, TV like live TV shit oh okay. but it's like a streaming TV okay so it's not cable. But you have cable channels that you paid like thirty bucks a month for. Okay, the biggest issue I have is watching sports because yeah. I don't have ESPN. Right, which sucks. It does suck. It sucks to not have. ESPN. And I kind of don't even need that streaming TV because I work at a fucking bar. Right, I watch all That's my right. sports you watch at a bar. All games all so day every day. Right, and you have control of the the remote. But sometimes I don't know want. why I I grow up on TV. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I. I feel like I always need TV. Yeah, I just, just like some, to have a, put a game some on live the shit. Right. Yeah. I don't like the pre. I don't want to watch a game from like a week ago, right? On YouTube, like, right? I want some live shit. Sometimes I like the news in the background, like, yep, just listening. Yep, just listen to all the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing lately's been podcast. Yeah, man, we're gonna be on one now. I'm on one, and it's like so crazy. I started listening to this one called Gladiator. Mm, never heard of it. It's about. Um, it's like the Globe um, investigation. Um, unit of the globe, and it's about Aaron Hernandez. Oh shit! It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it must be crazy. If you're if if you're looking for one, the shit to, that they uncovered about that guy, it's crazy. And like this, Jesus. this one is like, they got like recordings from like phone calls from him in jail to like people and shit like that. Really? So you're like listening to these things. This guy's bad shit, bro. Really? Yeah. Well, he was on like all kinds of drugs and he was on all kinds of drugs. Football didn't help. Yeah, concussions like concussions after that shit don't help. CTE. CTE like a motherfucker, and he was just a crazy son of a bitch. Talk about wasted talent, man. Yeah, dude, it's like yeah. Ugh. I don't know. It happened. That's like probably that the, shit happened, Do you think so. that's the most craziest story in the past? Like, like sports wise. Well, it's the most bizarre because bizarre. usually, usually I feel like a lot of those guys, you know, they talk. They talk about being hard or talk, right. talking up a big game and yeah, and you know they've done nothing, they've done some in the hood yeah, yeah they've gotten to fights and stuff yeah. like that but net like all the shit that came out about him <laughs> like are you kidding me like he actually may have killed yeah more people yeah like he was a gangster for real total gangster like like and he, playing football he wanted to be like a dude that was super famous for playing football but also had this 
crazy side life of being an absolute animal. <laughs> that's insane. Crazy. Like that's some movie shit. It's sad. It's sad. you know he has a. It is very a, sad. A kid and everything, but it is very sad. Fucking crazy what happened or what he did. And but yeah, allegedly did. Alleged. Oh no, he did. He it. fucking did that shit. He fucking did it. Check out the podcast. All right, Gladiator. I'm gonna check it out. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. Like Do I you? listen to. Uh, your mom's house is is one I wait for every week, and it's pretty like, it's really? it's hilarious. It's with Tom Segura and his wife Christina P. What are they talking about? They review a lot of crazy videos. Like it gets YouTube it gets, videos. Dude, it gets raunchy, man. Really, and it's fucking hilarious. And they have guests on and stuff. Um, congratulations with Crystalia Theo Vaughn uh, this past weekend. Right, is great. Um. I don't listen to the fighter and the kid that much, but the king and the sting with Theo and and uh, Brendan Brendan Schaub is great, dude. It, it's just, a whole it's a whole like I just is like a community. month and a half of me. Okay, you listen to Joe Rogan experience at all? I listen to a few. That's great. Yeah. WTF with Mark Marin is great too. Yeah, he he interviews a lot of like celebrities and right. and uh, you know he does it out of his garage. Really? He's a cool guy. He's a comedian. I like those like investigative reports. I listen to Crime I Town. Love mystery shit. You ever listen to Crime Town? Nope. Dude, they um they did a whole a whole Crime Town series on Providence really? and the mob and Buddy Cianci. Really? Dude. Buddy Cianci was a fucking beast. Lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> he took he had a state police officer come with him to some guy's house that was like like having an affair with his wife what the fuck and he kicked the shit out of the guy right in front of the cop cop was like this is my dude you done you ready to go (laughs) yeah it's like whenever you're ready sir (laughs) that's fucking insane crazy man he was into some stuff i mean cleaned up the city yeah made providence a pretty great place Fucking Providence kudos. is awesome, man. I love Providence, man. It's it's come a long way yeah. in the last I don't know, 10, 15 years, probably even longer than that. But man, I love going there. Like I said, Jen and I are thinking yeah. about moving there. So I don't know. I feel like everyone's moving up to fucking Rhode Island. It's a spot, man. Is that the spot? I think it's the spot. I think it's becoming the spot. Really? Yeah. Because I mean, it's a it's. It's got colleges. Yeah. It's 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 always had diversity. Yep. It's you know, great restaurants. A lot great of re- a lot of really nice restaurants are moving into yeah. there. It's 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 a walkable city. Right. It's uh you know, they got they got nice stuff going on. A lot you know a lot of white collar crime going on too. But, a lot of white collar crime, I bet. But it's like you know, Fuck. I Dude, I grew up playing drums with DJs in, in the clubs right. around there. Really? In Providence? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. There was a club called Fish Company uh, that was right on the water. Um, and, man, it was grimy. Yeah. It was a grimy spot. I should do shows up there in Providence. It was like a grime. It was like it was some border cafe. Not border cafe. Some cafe. But they had a six-stage, but, like... It's like we was talking earlier, like you walk outside and it's like, damn. Yeah. This is grimy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was one of those. It, well, it might have been the place. Um, there's a club called Hot Club. Right. 
and there was there used to be a music venue above it. I don't know if it's still there, but I I used to play there a lot. But I think they had like a lot of like hip hop and R and B shows and stuff there too. But um, man, I forget. Oh, what was I saying? The, oh, those those clubs like playing drums at them. You, it would be like you know yeah. a, a million Pauly D's walking around. Oh yeah, hundred percent. A lot of Ed Hardy <laughs> T-shirts. <laughs> so this must have been around what two thousand and. Uh... Um, oh seven seven eight yeah Yeah. around that time remember those times dude it was just and the the promoters of the clubs were just so fucking shady oh hell yeah i I wasn't into that (laughs) (laughs) janky promoters bro yeah i think i did that for like one or two summers and then Mm. i was like okay i've had enough of this see you later and then you know they the promoters were probably like all right see you later we don't care they don't care about what's your favorite place to what's your favorite venue in masses mass in mass yeah um, in Mass, it's probably either the Sinclair, mm. the Paradise was was a fun one to play. I love the Paradise. I've only done it once. Yeah. Um, and I know that's probably it's probably not like the best deal to get. Mm. Um, I don't deal with a lot of that stuff, but right. um, still a nice place to play though. Great place yeah. to play. And um, I just like playing in those neighborhoods too, right. man. Like when Harper's when Bright Music Hall was Harper's Ferry. Oh my god. It was so fun, man. And man. even Bright Music Hall is super nice now. I've been in Bright Music Hall once. Harper's Ferry dozens of times. Yeah. Love. That used to be the hang. Old Harper's Ferry, man. That used to be the hang. Before in Harper's Ferry, like, maybe two or three times. Yeah. That place is sick. Yeah. Do they still have, like, the pool tables in the back there? Yeah. It's really? pretty much the same. It's, it's nicer now, but it's it's corporate now. Right. So yeah. It's like m- Live Nation? Yeah. 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 I'm good for them. Um... Yeah, they, they took kind of took over, yeah. but uh, Paradise think, Rock Club is Live Nation too, though, I believe. Yeah, they but they both it, yeah. so like um, if you're gonna compare it to sports, <laughs> like Bright Music Hall is the Triple A venue, <laughs> okay, and then Paradise yeah. would be the major leagues, right, right. Um, and then uh, Great Scott was always fun to Great play. Scott, yeah. So I, I, don't, I guess I don't have like any one. That's the first time I've seen you perform. A great Scott? Yeah. Hmm. You was at Love in Stockholm. Yeah, must have been. I think that, I'm pretty sure that was the first time I seen you, like, in, in like, a uh, band yeah. setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we used to, I mean, we used to pack that place out. Yeah, that place it was, used to be it was fun. Yeah, I performed a few times. I would hate to live above that place. Oh, my God. Dude, fuck that. But, yeah, those, 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 that area over there, definitely great for music, for sure. Yeah. Um... Have you, have you been to the Sonia in uh, Central Square? Next to that um, used to be TT the Bears. Yeah, not yet. Sonia now. I hear I hear great stuff yeah, about I have it. Too. I hear that it's like super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but do yeah. you know what the capacity there is at all? What's Middle East downstairs? Downstairs is like like three four hundred people. I think it might be bigger than that. I think yeah. it might be like five to seven. So it's probably Sonya's probably about three hundred people. Okay, because it's TT the Bears. I forgot what that used to be. It was small. It was small. Yeah, but I think they might have opened it up a bit more. I think they did. Yeah. Um. So maybe about a couple hundred people. All right. Which is not bad, dude. That those are the be- like I've played. Yeah. You know, places as big as like Xfinity Center. Yeah. And, and you know, places as small as Great Scott. Hell yeah. <laughs> that that like. 300 three to 500 
capacity is like the sweet spot. Yeah. Theaters with like, you know, 3000 people mm. in it feels really nice and it's, it's and it's cool, but it's more nerve-wracking. Not more nerve-wracking. There's just there's just an element of of disconnectedness. Yeah. Because if you're wearing like in-ear monitors, it just feel you're playing just kind of to the stage yeah. and you don't see really see the I audience see that. you know it's it's just this big void in front of you right so like the best part is when the best venues i think is when you can see everybody mm-hmm. and you know and you can see who's into it i like that yeah, yeah that's i like think that's festivals cool. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Festivals. outdoor outdoor that's the best i played one time at epic new hampshire it was like the speedway mm-hmm it's like the the speedway racing track they got there and had a festival out there. And that was that was the first time I ever played a festival. Like mm-hmm. I was fucking shit in my pants. Yeah. And I was like not the headliner, I was the guy before the headliner. So I had at that point I had a fucking decent ass crowd there. It was Yeah. Like man, you, had, you had like a good slot. There was a lot of people That's at the this best. point. And I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. It's my first real big show ever. <laughs> There's like fucking 2,000 people here. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And I crushed it. And it was like, but that, like you said, that's, that's a great small, feeling. It's a great feeling. Walking off after you just like, fuck. You're like, man, this is over. This. It goes by so fast. It does. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. You feel like you go from beginning and you're like, you blink your eye and it's fuck. like, and I've been up here for 45 right. minutes. What? I loved it. I loved every minute. Yeah. It's great. And that's what really got me into like, like, oh, I need it. That's, I really do need to do more of this. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is the feeling I love. Yeah. Crushing a show, semi-big shows, and getting paid. Yeah. That was like, yeah. I'm it's about like, this life right now. Like, okay. Yeah. I could do this. Yeah. It's fun. Like, when you go on a long tour or a long run, there is an element of, like, just tiredness and monotony yeah. that, that comes along with it. And mm-hmm. then... You know, you're playing really well towards the end of a, of a run, but like, right. you just want to be home, or at least I do. And you don't get uh, that. You don't get that spark of energy from. If it's a great crowd, of course right. you do. Well, but, if you're doing like fucking how many shows are you talking about? Like, like thirty shows yeah. in a row. You yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. So if you're doing that, you if you have a great great crowds, mm-hmm. then then this does not apply. No doubt. But if you're in in some rooms where you know you're you're in a smaller market where you don't do as well mm-hmm. and it's not sold out or, or something like that, then it can be like a chore every at, night after night. Yeah. It gets crazy. Yeah, I've been on tours like my boy my boy Sammy Adams. He was on tour for like thirty forty shows, mm. and at the time I was managing a band, uh, a rap group called the Fly Riders, mm-hmm. and they um. It's like whole East Coast tour, whatever. And it's just like night after night, like the fuckery that goes on. Like, I don't know how tours you've been on. Yeah. But the tours I've been on is just like complete chaos. Really? And this is like 2010. What kind of, just like partying? Just partying. Yeah. And, but like you're partying. Like just no tour manager, nothing like schedules. Oh, that too. We're not shit show as well. Like that yeah, as well. That's like, man. it was cause I was new to it. I was all, yeah. this is all like, boom, my boy hit big. He was like, yo, let's go on tour. I was like, bet, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to book like, 
time for these guys, rehearsal space, fucking uh, making sure that they're all set, whatever the fuck they needed. Yeah. At the same time, making sure my boy Sammy's good, even though I ain't have nothing to fucking do with him, but it's still my boy. I'm just like, that's what. That's when he was at Paradise and stuff, right? Yeah. This was like, this was. Uh, yeah. He did yeah. Paradise a few times. Yeah, okay. Because I remember. Yeah. yeah I remember he this did, dude. Yeah, he, he's done a few great shows yeah the craziest show i've ever been to him was like at the garden oh shit yeah that's awesome and that was insane backstage and everything like holy fuck yeah damn this is insane yeah that's cool man that was like my first like you made it i really want to do i really (laughs) want to do like that those kind of stadium shows shows. like either stadiums or or arenas That'd be cool. It's Those coming. are great. It's coming. They take care of you. I tell you that. Yeah. Whatever you need. Yep. Catering. I think it, I think it was like he thing. opened up like pretty lights or some shit like that. One of those like EDM mm-hmm. bands. Yeah. But Those are the shows you want to go to, man. They was insane. All the, all the girls and the mad yeah. chicks there. Um, what uh? So what else were you? Why was this chaos? Oh man. Well, we used to party every night. Yeah. Like and then just be up in a van next show yeah. next day but like like at the time when we was doing like that whole tour like the f- like and i never experienced like um you know groupies ever in my life yeah and it was the first time i ever experienced it yeah like seeing it full-fledged yeah, yeah, yeah. and they like when you experience these things for the first time you're like what the fuck is that i didn't know this is a real fucking thing they'll yeah. do like anything to get backstage to yeah. meet the fucking guy Crazy. and he like and i was just like this is wild i'm fucking drunk i'm high yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on yeah so it's like that mixed with like anxiety of actually doing a fucking show mm-hmm. is just insane so when i say it was like crazy like we used to be on a tour bus and it'll be a fucking line of chicks mm-hmm. just trying to come in and you have a guy at like at this time it's like 2011 2010 2011 like checking these girls ids and shit like that because you just never know nowadays right yeah so he would literally be there at the fucking door bus Mm -hmm. of the uh tour bus um the tour bus door what am I talking about (laughs) the the door bus (laughs) the door bus the tour bus door i had to think about that like what did i just say and it's just like making sure that like these underage girls don't come in right or they're having fake ids right or it was just like it not, was just not trying to get me too at all mm-hmm. it was just like it's hard to really explain like mm-hmm. how like shit went down it was just like what the fuck yeah i didn't know like this is like what really happens like yeah. they will literally do anything yeah. say anything yeah just to get a backstage experience it's crazy man it's crazy and i was just like god damn man i don't i don't know if i could do this yeah every fucking night and we did it for like a month and a half two months every night (laughs) every night every night and i was like fuck yeah that's the fun part you know of being on a tour like that yeah but yeah you gotta have some kind of discipline you gotta when you're out there i mean you you gotta perform every night i can't i mean i'm i'm always the first one to bed really after a show always yeah, I used to stay up late, but if I just stay up, man, I'm going to end up drinking too much. I'm going to feel like crap in the morning. That was my problem. And then I'm going to like, you know, with the Crohn's disease and stuff, mm-hmm. like it's going to flare up and then yep. I'm, I'm going to have problems for like weeks. Yeah. I just can't, can't do that anymore. Yeah. 
I mean, probably now I'm on the same page. I probably can't. Yeah. But then, this is. Yeah, and good for like a couple eight nights. years ago. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Shit, maybe not. Maybe not third a, a month and a half. I was ready but, to fucking go. Like, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. What? Yeah. But yeah, now fuck no, I couldn't do that. Yeah. No way. I um, even think about doing that. Yeah. Well, it's man. Anything else? We've been uh, been two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, man. I've been you know trying to get to the music. That's what that's what I'm trying to get back to. Yeah. Keep doing it, man. Yeah. It's hard. It, it's hard. I feel like a, a very common thing with a lot of these conversations is like people get they get out of music yeah. just because they're like, this isn't sustainable or I can't make a life doing it or they have a lot of social pressure right. and things just aren't happening the way that they think it should. Um, well, I'm waiting for my fuck this moment. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you go you go Just into like, the bar and someone and someone's being a complete douchebag and you're like, "Fuck this." Fuck this. Yeah. I haven't had that moment yet where I'm just like, "Fuck this." I had that at that once. I'm out. I had it like I'm three or four times. I'm never coming back. Yeah. Well, that definitive moment where it's just like, "Fuck this." Yeah. I'm going all in. I I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Where it's just like, "Where the fuck am I doing? What am I doing?" fuck this asshole in front yeah. of me talking shit just like I can't take it anymore yeah. I haven't had that moment yet and I can't wait yeah dude when when that's the problem like if you're going into work mm -hmm. expect like going through your head and like how am I gonna react to the to a douchebag that talks to me today yeah you're 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 not in the right frame of mind no, to be, in, a, in, a, in a beginning yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're starting you're starting in a very wrong point oh, I do I that was me for for months right towards the end of bartending because you get one person go going in and they're they just talk down to you yeah. or they say something like you know they really treat you like the Everything's help and gets not, you really aggy yeah and it's like man and then you start giving it a little attitude mm. back and then i think that's where i am now it escalates yeah i'm there now. when you're not afraid to give someone like a customer attitude not at all these days it happened Dude. last night i was working last night yeah what happened? happened last night what happened this dude so over at barlow's is just like get this crowd of people that always comes in and just fucking surrounds the bar and like all the exits yeah so people can't come in or out because they're all fucking surrounded so like i go over there the manager's like you know they put in their glasses all over the fucking uh, tables like just regular tables just like empty glasses yeah shit i'm like the manager goes with like listen just take your glasses put them over there yeah and then i was like well we don't have any room and i'm just like look to my right and there's like a whole high top setup that is not being touched and i'm yeah. like well why don't you guys move over them. there yeah and you guys will have some room and a dude was just like but we want to stand here no he was like great hospitality oh and i'm like fuck you <laughs> Just complete said fuck you. Really? I said, your friend is complaining about not having any room. I'm trying to be helpful towards her and have you guys move over here. But you want to be the fucking funny guy. And this is what yeah. I'm saying to him. I said, you want to be the fucking funny guy of the group. You're not funny. Yeah. Move the fuck over. Yeah. And stop complaining. I'm trying, to help. I'm trying to help Yeah. You. It's like that sarcastic shit like that. It's just yeah. like, bro. The entitlement. Entitlement. Great hospitality. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the entitlement is what gets me. And I, it's just, you know what it is? I don't, I know, I don't have a problem saying, telling someone to fuck you yeah. or fuck off. Yeah. I don't care about Yelp. Yeah. I don't care about fucking Dude, I got, I Facebook got, reviews. I got a real bad Yelp one time. Did you? Oh, yeah. 
Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> you remember Robbie? <laughs> yes. All right. So we were working the the golf tournament that they have every yep. year, the Devlin's, the Devlin's. Portability De- Devlin's Golf Tournament. Yeah. So we're working on the patio. You know, there's like a bajillion people back there. It's open bar. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh yeah. And it gets it gets fucking. It gets insane. It gets insane. So bunch of drink. They've been drinking all goddamn day. Yeah, and and the thing is, they get there around like you know I don't know twelve thirty right, one 12, o'clock. 30, yeah. yeah, and they've been drinking all day on the golf course. But we've been there since like nine, getting ready for this party. Right. They have they have a grill out there mm-hmm. for steaks. They have like all this stuff set up. Right. Um, and then you're working all day, and it's it's exhausting. And when the party's over, usually that's it for the patio patio is done you get to go home right you, or you start the cleanup process and then and then you go home and this is the one thing i never liked about about that place is that like there was it felt like greediness to open the patio up to regular customers mm-hmm. but they weren't thinking about the employees that like just busted their fucking ass get it together and then right. they didn't want to give us paychecks really no so we had to split tips with it was the like I was one of the bar I think it was like me and one other bartender and our tips were like splitting tips for that event through the roof for the just ev- for the golf tournament yeah because that's an open bar thing right they're not paying for those but shows. we had to split evenly with the servers the three other servers that are out there so I ended up like walking with like a hundred and fifty dollars worth that's that and it for for all for all of this right, work right it was ridiculous that you've been there since nine o'clock setting yeah. up <laughs> yeah. yeah and like Fuck you and the year before that i made yeah. like five six hundred bucks or mm-hmm. something like that just to work on the event so right. i'm i go into it expecting to make no fucking at doubt least that. Some bank and it was quick, even yeah. busier and i was right. organizing the whole fucking thing right so robbie is one of the servers and after they clear everything you know it's still a fucking mess mm-hmm. the, like the area where the the waterfall is in the corner like there's a, usually a table over there it's not there there's it's it's a mess and right. whatever so this family comes in to sit out to sit out on the thing and Robbie's taking care of them so they're sitting on the other side of of the the patio they have their meal it's it's a husband i think husband wife two kids uh daughter and son so they're hanging out they're doing their thing they leave or they go to leave robbie comes over to me and he's like dude they left me one dollar on 98 so a one dollar tip on a 98 dollar bill so i was like uh and we we are at the fuck you moment like yeah. we are at the i don't give a fuck yeah. phase because yeah. we were already disappointed that we had right. to open up right. the patio again and serve a whole new set of people right. after we all thought we were going home right and that's just not fucking cool no. i grab the bill and i go down the alleyway to to go after him not go after him but right, right. like to confront him go confront them right and i say to him i'm like hey uh I just wanted to make sure everything was okay with your. I was I was being very professional about it. I was, you know, it didn't happen to me, so right. I didn't want him to do it because I knew he would have been like, "What the fuck is your problem?" You know. Yeah. So, I go up to him, say, "Hey, was everything okay with the service?" You know, um, 
is there anything wrong? You know, I noticed that you left a dollar on a $98 tab. Right. Um, and usually that's, you're not really supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I asked them what was up with their service. You know, no I wanted doubt. to make sure everything was cool. For sure. Um, so the girl, the daughter, like, you know, puts her shoulders back <laughs> and like chimes up. She's like, well, I work in the service industry. Oh my God. Real quick. I hate when people say that yeah. shit. Or not even service industry. When, when they say, I work in the industry. When they say that, I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, get fuck you over yourself. Right. <laughs> fuck you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she says this. And I'm like, okay. So you understand right. what you just did. And how what you just did to the server. <clears throat> And they were like, oh, he just seemed like he was really tired and we couldn't get our favorite table by the waterfall because there was a grill over there and like, and there was no linens on the tables, which there never are on ever. a patio. The fuck? Never. Why when would there be you linens seen, outside? When anywhere? Have you ever seen linens on a patio table? <laughs> yeah. This is a wedding? You think we're at a wedding right yeah. now? Get the fuck out So of all these ridiculous things. And I was like, okay, all right. I, I was just trying to shut it down. I was like fine mm-hmm. enjoy your night and i took the thing back gave it to robbie robbie rips the dollar bill out of my hand runs down the patio <laughs> down down the alley to where their car is parked really throws the dollar at them and says sorry if i was tired and then turns around and walks away i fucking love that dude it was like the biggest justice moment, like social justice moment I had ever standing up for your people. Dude, it was yes. awesome. It was awesome. Yes. We were just all so fed up and yeah. so tired. We had made barely any no money. Doubt. It was yeah, it dude. was incredible, man. And then they wrote this really long Yelp review. <laughs> uh, and I got called into the restaurant the next mm-hmm. day, Robbie and I, and they're like, What the fuck happened? <laughs> and I explained them the whole story. I was like, Listen, if you gotta fire me fire me fire do it because do it right now this is fucking fucked up yeah and, and they weren't gonna f- i was like the yeah. head bartender no doubt. they were never gonna fire me anyway so what they did was shamey contacted these people and said hey come in for brunch we'll take care of it we'll you know we'll right. set you up we'll give you free brunch get you by at your favorite table whatever mm-hmm. so they come in and i'm bartending <laughs> at, at the patio bar and they walk by I, i'm just giving them the dirtiest stare down they sit down. They basically were the biggest pieces of shit during this brunch. They ordered whatever the fuck they wanted to order. Right. Got it all comped. They made their server cry because they were so rude to her. Are you shitting me? Not at all. And uh, and they walked out without tipping again. Shamey went to them and said, Wait, I don't want to ever fucking see you in this establishment oh ever again. God. And I want you to take your Yelp review down. So they had the Yelp review taken down or something right. because I went on and looked at this person's Yelp reviews, mm-hmm. not one single positive one. It's all negative. Everywhere all negative. And it was all completely well, unreasonable. Cause they're, they're going, they're using that as a tool to go get fucking free dinner or like, exactly. that's what they do. They're just pieces of shit. Yeah. They're not happy. Yeah. Not, not good people at all. And then our, a family, it was a family. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the person that wrote the Yelp reviews was was the the father, right. the, the the older man. But dude, that's what happens, man. It's crazy. That's ruined the industry. It's terrible. It's terrible. Quote unquote. 
But after that, I definitely wasn't afraid to give yeah, no. people like a little bit of uh, you can't a tood. You can't. Yeah, you got to be like, man, I'm working a shitty ass job. Yeah, for not that it's much. It's not that money. shitty. It's not that shitty. But like, you have shitty days. Yes. And the That's moments where you have shitty days is just like, man, I'm, I don't. I'm not in for your shit right now. Yeah. They don't. They're not all the time. But I definitely, I'm on the same page as you. Like, that's the nice thing about being a bartender, you, though. I feel like s- server can't get away. You can with, get away, yeah. You can get away with a lot more. I feel the same as way as a bartender because, like, you can shoot the shit. You can talk right, about right. the game. You can, right. You can kind of give little, little sarcastic little jabs, jabs every now and then. And then when you want to cut someone the fuck off, you can cut yeah, someone. Yeah, be the like, fuck you're off. done. Fuck you. Yeah. And they never. That happened to me like a month ago. This is a really quick, funny story. I wasn't even bartending. I was, uh, no, I was bartending. I was bartending. It was a day shift, a quick day shift. I was filling up for somebody. And this guy comes in. I had a regular, he's like a good friend that I, I grew up with. I didn't grow up with, I grew up with his brother, but he came in. He was having lunch, whatever. He worked down the street. This other guy comes walking in. Didn't think he was fucked up at all, whatever. They mm-hmm. start shooting the shit, chatting. He's like, let me get a bear and a shot. Boom, gave him a bear and a shot. Like, 10 minutes later, he starts spewing some real ridiculous shit. Just yeah. like, not even understand what he's saying. It's nonsense. And I'm like, are you all right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm like, who, who are you talking to? <laughs> my boy left. At this point, my boy's gone. Yeah. He's like talking to the chair. And now, I probably should have not gave him another shot. <laughs> you did. But he asked for another shot. I was like, all right, here, take the fucking shot. And who am I? Who am I to deny you, bro? Yeah. I've been there. But why should you not? He was sitting there talking to the chair like this. Oh, man. Like, going in. I'm just like, all right, you're, you're, now you're really done, bro. Yeah. You're done. So he's like, all right, yeah, whatever. Like, gets up, falls off the chair. Uh, Boom, right on the floor. I go around, try to pick his heavy ass up. He's like, not even trying to help. He's like, put all his body weight into, into me like, oh, Thank you, Chris. You're fucking great. Thank oh you so much. Uh, and like, I pick him up, pick the chair up, kicks the chair over, smashes right on my foot. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what the fuck? So I, I finally get him outside. He's like touching my face. Oh. Chris, you're the fucking best. And I'm just like, oh, don't touch my face. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. Don't touch my fucking face. So I get him outside. He's like hugging me and all this other shit. I sit him down on the steps. I run back inside real quick to call him a cab. From the time I leave him on the steps to come inside, he somehow gets up, falls face first into the street, bro. Oh. Smack. The manager's at this point like looking out on the window, seeing if he's good. He's like, Chris, oh, he's down. Boom. Run outside. And fucking pick him up. He's leaking blood on his face, his back of his head, his fucking fingers and shit like that. And he's still trying to touch me Ugh. with bloody fingers. I said, I said, if you touch me, I'm going to knock you out. Yeah. Don't, you're bleeding at this point. Don't touch me. That's I'm trying to sit him up. He's like, getting up and hug me. Chris, you're fucking great. You're amazing. Boom, boom, boom. The, one of the chefs comes outside. And this is the funniest shit of the whole story. He's like, she's like, everything all right? I'm like, yeah. He looks at the dude. He's like, you look like a fucking cop. <laughs> Are you a cop? He's like, the guy that's no. bleeding said that to the chef. Yeah. He was like, 
you look like a he's like where you from he's like new jersey he's like what a shitty place to be from <laughs> i'm just like this guy has no fucking filter bro oh he's my just God. like he was like and he's like the whole time he was like out there he keeps calling the chef off he's like sorry officer sorry officer like oh my god he's like, officer sorry i'm so sorry i'll sit down officer. you say the guy's like you're not exactly on a high horse right <laughs> yeah, now not at all dude and i just like it was just like at that point it was just fucking hilarious he kept calling this fucking dude an officer oh my he god. kept telling him i'm not an officer did you guys keep calling the chef officer from then on no but we should oh dude i should have been like officer anthony dude you missed, I think you missed an opportunity. <laughs> you missed the opportunity. You can still do it. I could probably still do it. I'm like, what's up, officer? He's like, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. But that was just, that was like. Dude, was, I've, I mean, I've had so many, so much shit like that yeah. happen at the bar. Like, you can have a whole. I could write a book. A, you can have a podcast of. Dude, that should be. That should after be, your shift. Yeah, after the shift. After the shift. Oh, I'll have a whole series. After the after shift. After the gig, after the shift. <laughs> Because you have both sides. After the shits. After the shits. That'd be my Crohn's disease podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my buddy that I do the fucking, um, who I uh, work with the studio with, he has Crohn's. Really? Yeah. Dude, cronies. He's, uh, he was actually just in a hospital. Really? He had a bad episode. Mm. Do you so. ever have, like, bad flares? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, like... I've been hospitalized through three or four times. He, and I, like, I've never... Besides you, he's the only person I know with Crohn's. Mm. Um, and he's like, I've been, we have, you know, we in studio sessions, we're doing shit, we're like, we're working on the studio, we're making beats, sing, write songs. Yeah. And he'll just, like, he, he can't even stand up sometimes. Really? You know, like, that bad. Yeah. Like, if you, if you don't get on top of it, yeah. or if you don't know, like, what works for you, it can be bad, and and some some people have it worse than others. Yeah. Like my my case is relatively mild compared yeah. to others. I mean, I've I'm on serious medications right. and stuff, but like I feel like people don't know what medicines work for mm -hmm. them, or they don't get on medicine, so mm -hmm. like it just progressively gets worse and worse. And it's all about inflammation, right? So if you're eating a, a high inflammatory diet, yeah, or if you're, um, no, if you're just not taking care of it, you're gonna, yeah, it's gonna fuck you. It's over. gonna flare up, yeah. and then you're gonna to go to the hospital. Or you're gonna to have to get yeah. sections taken out. Oh, and that's, I think that's what he's on. He doesn't, he does, he's like shit. He doesn't, but he take doesn't, care of himself. He doesn't take care of it. He's like a, he's not, he's not a big guy, but like he doesn't like eat the right shit. Doesn't, yeah. I mean, I guess he was on like, what's it called? Prednisone or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, see, yeah, it's a, yeah, so, steroid. Steroid. And, and, yeah. and you can't take that long term. No. But it's just like, it helps you out. It, it helps. It's, it's an incredibly helpful drug, right. like for a month at the mm -hmm. most, but it'll make you crazy, dude. I bet. I don't care. Is he, is he white or black? He's white. He's white. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's actually kind of rare for black people to have Crohn's really? disease. Yeah. I don't know if the statistics have changed over the years. Right. But that's what I've heard from, from some yeah, I doctors. Know. I mean, I'm sure there's black people with Crohn's. There is. Yeah, there definitely is. I don't is. know. It's Any. just it's just like statistically, you know, certain races. Men or female. Uh, it's. I feel like it's higher in, in female. Really? Uh, it's either... There's a difference, like if you have like, like IBS, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to Crohn's or as opposed to like colitis. Right. Certain people are more likely to get some other things, so it it, it may it's hereditary, but it also is has, Crohn's hereditary. 
Yeah. Really? But, but it also has to do, there's not like a ton of data. Right. Um, they don't know like everything about it. So I, there's no which like, is crazy. concrete answer. Which so, is kind of crazy. Yeah. I feel like it has a lot to do with your environment and the different like bacteria yeah. that you're exposed to as a kid or, you or think stress has anything to do with it. It definitely has to do with flare ups. Yeah. Because if I'm really stressed out, I will not feel good right. the next day. I like I'll have to like go to I the think bathroom that's what, a lot. Like he he's a high stress guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's got to figure that out, man. I know. And he's I'm either, trying to. I'm like, I think you're you're stressing too much. He's, he's either got to like find meditation yeah. or like make lists, like write things out, or go right. or or go to you know some kind of therapy yeah. or something because that can really it can really fuck you up. Really? Yeah. Yeah, stress stress will get you. I always correlated that with some fucking the flare ups. Yeah, he's always stressed. That's it, man. It's like smoke a J. He's he's weeds helps him though. It does. He's that's what he says. Yeah, he's like yo, because he doesn't he doesn't smoke all the time. But like when yeah. he's having like bad flare ups, he'll he'll smoke a J just to chill out. And he's like, it kind of helps. Yeah, if it does, I mean, yeah. do whatever you gotta do. Yeah, like, no doubt. I when I smoke, I just don't like. Um, I like what was it indica, which is the one that's that uh, indica in the couch. Yeah. So you're like, you just it chills you chill out. out, mellow. That's what I like. Yeah. I don't like the one. I don't like sativa because it really uh, it makes my heart start. Yeah. I start to get like palpitations and it makes yeah, me I nervous. I don't like weed at all. You I can like smoke it. Like my girl smokes. She has like the little cartridges and shit yeah. like that. But yeah, every now and then it's, it's every now and it can then. be nice. I could do it now and then, but like yeah, I can I don't know how people can fucking smoke and just all day, every day. Go to work. It's like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. It's like that's not the best version of you. It can't no. be. No. Who knows? Everybody's everybody's different. Everyone is different. Everyone reacts differently to it. I don't it. judge anybody. Yeah, uh, honestly, like it's helped so many people like medically yeah. that whatever. I mean it's legal here now. C B D? Have you do do you do yeah. C B D? I do like C B D. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get some more. I like C B D. Because I have good. arthritis, I have I had arthritis in my knee for like really forever, really long time now, Does and it helps. Helps with like the inflammation. Helps with inflammation, just like because like oh, I'll be on a plane sometimes. You know, how yeah. planes are, dude. Like yeah, you can't even fucking move sometimes. I'd be interested when to see like when they get more like data on mm-hmm. it to see how you know some more studies to see how it actually affects people. Right, because I feel like there's an element of like people will do like a little bit of a placebo effect bro but i've also had like really good experiences with it like i've taken it and you know i have like mild anxiety yeah so i've taken it and it's definitely calmed me down and there's no like but you don't get high psychosomatic you're not getting high it's just like you have a tranquility moment where you're just like yeah it's just it just kind of calms down your body yeah which is which is great and that's what i like yeah I don't like to I gotta be... Get, I got to get some CBD to sponsor yeah. this podcast. It'd be awesome. Me too. That'd be great. But. I got a guy. You ever heard of Kush Groove? Oh, yeah. I think I think I have, actually. I don't know if they have CBD, though. But he's a good guy. I can reach... I'll reach out. You should reach out to him. All right. He has, okay. He's all in... He's in the weed thing. Okay. He's in the weed industry, bro. Yeah. He's in there. It's all legit now. Damn. So. I wish I was that guy that was like... New the green rush was coming and like done something like had a shot like this dude he had this shot for like 10 years now you ever drive down um 
like where Route 9 meets Brookline Ave. Yes. <clears throat> you know, there's a weed store right there in the back of, of Brookline Bank. It's like the dispensary. It's a ba- dispensary. Yeah. Is it in the bank, though? It's like that old bank? Yeah. It's, right. it's like, I think, in the basement. <clears throat> yeah. That place used to be just medicinal. Right. And now since it's it's legalized, there's right. um, uh, recreational. Yeah. Uh, the line. Well, I can imagine. Every day. Well, because there's not. Doesn't matter what time of day. There's only a few places that have recreational licenses. These people are making so much money. Yeah. In, in straight up cash. I can imagine. It's all cash I business. Know. It must be billions of dollars. I can like, imagine. It's, it's out of control. I can imagine. Uh, I, no word of a lie. That line is is like. Yeah. There's one up in Salem too. It's we have crazy. one up in Salem. The line is crazy, but there's times where it's not. But and there's one. It's it's uh, it's not recreational yet. There's one down the street from my house in Lynn, mm-hmm. but you can tell it's a fucking dispensary. Yeah, but it's not. It's just medicinal. Yeah. It's not recreational yet. But they're probably going to get a license to sell to everybody soon. Mm. And I think that's when I, you know, the closer I feel like if I'm that close, I'll probably start smoking a lot more weed. Yeah, because it's right there. The thing is, you will, you would. Like off the bat, probably right. because you probably get a bunch and have it, yeah, and then be like, oh, "I'm going to do this." That's kind of what happened to me, really. And then now I barely, right. I barely do it. I'm like, okay, I know how it affects me. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it. So same. So same. it's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah, but dude, yeah. I think we should wrap this up. Yes, I sir. Get, I have to get to a meeting at Hell two, yeah, bro. So. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. This was really fun. This is awesome. This was it was great. like shooting a shit with you, man. Yeah, man. It's like a regular ass conversation. It's been great. And it's nice because like I haven't seen you in forever. It's been a while. It's been a couple years. It's been a couple years. Yeah. And um you know, I get that way with a, a lot of people that yeah. you know that I re- that I really like. And it sucks because I go away yeah, so much and travel and it's just like you get you get so busy and then but i was see i was just telling my girl this last night real quick like it's strange that you said that like i couldn't i, I can not talk to you for a year or two yeah. three but i can you know call right you back. text you up out of the blue and it's just like i've it's yeah it's right nothing back. it's right back you know and and that goes with like a certain type of person yeah and i honestly think that if you, like if you've worked at a bar mm. in particular a restaurant and you've been through some shit and you yeah. know like what you know that type of person at this like yeah you're always cool it's yeah. like lifelong friends lifelong friends bro yeah man always thanks dude thank you brother and that is the episode with chris babbitt please check out next week rate review download subscribe all that good stuff and um check out the patreon after the gig um patreon.com slash after the gig and that's it i'll see you next week bye Hopeless dream of right, trying to live this rapper life. Slash actor, trap a life. I sacrifice to do this right. I'm trying to get it right. Every single night, it's a fight. Kimbo slice, knock it out. Beat the beat up, keep it G'd up. Throw my feet up and my C's up. I ain't crippin' no. Coasting, never trippin' no. Trying to get this dope for the flow. It ain't no. Got it for the low. Gotta get it go. Let it bubble quietly and then you blow. Keep it cool, people.
the fool, let him show his hands And you play your cards, can't beat the odds Ain't claiming God, MC, but I'm close to it And I toast to it, blow some smoke to it And some O's, cause the flow is cold, you probably knew it I'm trapping, money stacking my way in. Got no time for you hating. Ass dudes debating whether my shit is blazing. Hot man, I'm Satan. Yeah, the city's mine, all mine, mine for the taking. Nah, you can't forsake him. Clap, homie, and thank him. Break him top ten and praise him. Nothing short of amazing, huh? Uh, that's in my own eyes, man. And the minds don't lie, man. The minds don't lie, man. The time do fly, but I'm in due time. And my flow's sublime. Gotta listen close. Pass a rock, I'm in a low post. Slam dunk, I'm on four. Still motherfucking po po. Cause your nigga move with snow, no. Snow blow, so I move fast. On the dash, on the pick up, I'm weave. Cause they wanna blast on a nigga. Hands up, stand up. Tryna be the man, but I'm getting jammed up.